<laughs> Welcome. <laughs> We're live here on another Monday night. That means it's time for MCU Mondays. And this time we actually have something new to talk about. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is out, and we are going to be talking all about it today. And I'm very excited to do that. As always, I am your host, Chris, joined by my wonderful co-host, Teddy. And I thought he wasn't going to make it, but look at that. Oh. And David is here with us. Never. I forgot you sent out the link earlier today. And I'm sitting here waiting on the link. And I'm like, is he going to get on or what? What's going on? Because I usually send it like right now. (laughs) What time is it? Showtime? All right. I guess I should send my co-hosts the link to join. Uh, Yeah, I got that er done early today. Partially because we have a special guest on the show. And that is Shaw, joining us from the Geek Gauntlet. Sup, sup. How y'all doing, everybody? Doing pretty good. Glad to have you with us as we get ready to talk all about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. There will be spoilers. The movie's out. If you haven't seen it, you don't want spoilers. You might want to wait, but it's a great movie. Spoiler-free review. It's good. (laughs) Did I hear right? Yeah, and that's coming from me. So, Holy yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get into it. And I was so nervous. And there's stuff that I didn't like, so we'll talk about that too. No <laughs> movie is perfect. No movie's perfect. We'll say that. Uh, but let's do our theme song, and then we will all talk about what we thought about this movie. Woo! She just cue the music. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, so, yeah, Debbie mentioned that uh, I said I liked it. And she said, wow. Well, that's because I haven't been that impressed with many of the recent... I mean, what have been the last things to come out of Marvel? We've had uh, Thor. We've had Thor, the new Thor, which... The, the Eternals. Eternals. Which was just garbage. Uh <laughs> Maybe not total garbage, but it was not up to stuff. Ant Man was no, o- it was pretty ridiculous. Ant Man was okay. Yeah, Ant Man was decent, but this, I think, this definitely had more of an emotional kick than Ant Man, and it was funnier at times than Thor, without also just being like too funny, and the scenes with. Them in the cages, the other animal companions like Rocket Raccoon that also got experimented on were so and, and that made the villain scary. That was but the, those scenes are so emotionally intense and creepy at times. And that kind of feeling they succeeded there where I would say Thor Love and Thunder could have learned from something like that. Like the scenes with the kids. And the villain and Thor Love and Thunder, if they had done some more of that, 
because this they had that those cage scenes sprinkled in like for a good half of the movie and it took you could have your good fun hilarious times and then they take you into there where it's just like oof all seriousness yeah and even when the animals themselves are happy it's still not like yay good happy times it's like you're you're an otter and you still have robot arms yeah it's like they're creepy looking like the rabbit it's like uh, it has such a nice happy voice it's kind of stupid but they're also like they're creepy looking i thought that was also really really well done on the part of james gunn uh and so yeah overall this movie was emotionally compelling it was hilarious. It had it had great ups and downs. The ups and downs, da- and that's what a, a really entertaining movie needs. It needs those those high points and the low points. There was great interactions between all the characters. Even though Rocket was like asleep for half of it, you got those flashbacks from him, which really were the emotional core of the movie. But then you also got to see how like the current day people, like Quill especially, were so determined to keep him alive. Uh, so overall, I would just say, yeah, this is the best movie come out of Marvel since, since Phase Three. Something like in Phase end Three game, yeah, yeah. It, and that's good. That's good. I think you know. And I don't. It, it makes me like, ooh, like I wasn't looking forward to the Marvels, but then like how I doubt it's not going to stand up to this. Like if I'm, I'm just guessing. But uh, yeah, this I thought this was a great, great film. Uh, let's throw it down to our guest, Shah. Overall thoughts, anything specifically you wanted to talk about with this film? Um, all right, well, I liked it. There was a lot of good action in it. I like the, um, the, 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 the dynamic of the characters and the relationships and stuff. One thing, and this may be a little spoiler, at the very end with the, with the um end credits scene, mm-hmm. that little girl, the minute she powered up, I knew who she was. Does everybody else know who she was? Was that the... Um... And I might be wrong. Well, why don't you just tell us? I, I've heard a rumor, but I, I don't know if it's true. She's a character named Quasar. She is super powerful. Think, um, think Adam Warlock combined with Captain Marvel, double that, and that's her on a bad day. Oh wow! <laughs> how how do we know that's who that is? Because I, yeah. I don't. Did it they say confirmed? Name? It's been confirmed. Who by how what? <laughs> yeah, there was a thing that came out that um her name is um Bal something or whatever, which is the name of the character. So yeah, she's she's Pulsar. I mean, not Pulsar, Quasar. And that's one, and that's a part of the end credits. Yeah scenes when they kind of do like a freeze frame they're about to go back to the, the, Guardian the, new, the new guardians yeah. yeah yeah although i thought it was interesting uh that after the second end credits or they said star lord will return and normally when they say something like that they'll say they'll return in and then they say what movie but this right. they said he'll return i was like oh okay I thought this might be like the the end for Star Wars. Agreed. Kind of left it open for a bunch of them to return because they're like Mantis is just like leaving, Drax in charge of the city. Uh, so they they did kind of break up the original team 
with the option of going back to it, but and that was the, so that was a new team. So, yeah. but that was that was the big rumor was that somebody was going to die. Yeah, and yeah, and nobody died, but the the team did break up, but nobody died. Yeah. So, yeah, a couple of close calls, and I did. I gotta say, I liked how they like started the movie out with just like a them getting the crap beaten out of them, like yeah. <laughs> Because, like, uh, uh, generally, the formula for a movie is you have your, you show the everyday life of the character, and then there's, like, an instigating, something happens, you know, they find something, you know, that throws them out of their normal, and uh, this one was just like, hey, what takes you out of your normal scenario? Uh, this dude showing up and just kicking the crap out of everybody. That's what sends you on your adventure. Uh-huh. Although, although, I will say... Again, with all three movies, it has started off with one of the characters singing a song, either in his head or listening to it, and dancing around to it. In a sense, dancing around yeah. to it. Rock, Rocket's too. Rocket, Rocket would look dumb dancing. So, or what? What did what did Drax say? Don't well, do did, that. You look he, stupid. <laughs> he did dance at the end, uh, but also that's uh, the Radiohead's creep isn't exactly a get up and yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of. <laughs> He uh the slow walk it definitely fit the mood though mm-hmm. yeah and yes yeah. it did have that commonality of the and the music again was great it was uh, amazing I was talking to my brother about it and I was just like you know I think James Gunn realized that with these movies the budget that he gets with these movies he can afford the royalties for like any song at all and so he picks the best songs possible because they can afford it. And he also found a good way to make that make sense in the film, which is fantastic because it just makes the songs ever more appropriate that they're actually listening to them in the, in the movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think no sleep till Brooklyn was used better with the Mario brothers than, (laughs) than uh, the guardians, but okay. That hallway fight was pretty sweet, though. Yep, definitely. The action scenes, I gotta say, were very well done, well choreographed, a lot of fun. It reminded me of some of like the Avengers fights where they're doing like the team up stuff. That hallway fight was great, just them like covering each other, uh, and then also the thing with Groot when Groot's hiding all the guns in him, and then like <laughs> sticks them all out, and then yeah, all the fight scenes were pretty great. Nathan Fillion. <laughs> that was so great. That and that's the thing is like the I that's what I really love about this film and the Guardians in general, but this one really the emotional impacts were really but like the the humor is so good. Uh it's not slapsticky, it's it it's it's a smart humor. Yeah. And it fits well with the story. Yeah. And they like that really, that thing where he says where he says you got an idiot working for you? I got one of those. This guy, I love. I am I am so proud of you. This guy. And then the, the look that he gives him. And he's, it's great. And uh, when Quill is talking to Gamora and he like hits the button on the spacesuit so they can talk privately. And then it's like, this is an open channel, you know. And then they explain the buttons. And that just... And when Drax is... They explain the buttons. The buttons make no sense. And Quill's like, how am I just supposed to know that? And Drax's like, I thought it was pretty intuitive. 
their personalities, the way that they all interact, it's it it really feels like you know they're real characters that have been spending time with each other, and they have their little foibles and whatnot. Like they're used to putting up with Drax. Drax is always mean to Mantis, you know, like but she's nice to him, uh, and he like eventually shows his kind side. He did that with Mantis when he was talking to her in the second one, but then he still called her like hideously ugly. He's like, no, you know, just because that's his, that's the way that he is. Uh, but I'm it, just imagining myself being with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I got also the high evolutionary was, I thought the actor did a great job. I thought, him losing control you could just see him like ever more freaking out that he wasn't the smartest or he wasn't perfectly in control i think they uh, just should have passed kang up and put the high evolutionary as the big bad for this phase well they're in yeah who, i don't mm. with uh what's his name major jonathan majors that yeah that's the all thing stuff he's going through if they're gonna have to if they replace him, like, <laughs> you know, they've already shot stuff for like Loki and yeah, Loki's done. They're gonna have to reshoot stuff. On the bright side, <laughs> they'll have no problem doing the actual recasting because they can just be like, oh, it's a variant. Yeah, I know we showed you all those variants that looked like Jonathan Majors, but there's infinite variants, so here's a bunch more that don't look like him. Uh, but that's just a shame. But Ezra Miller did a bunch of bullcrap, and there was a advertisement for The Flash before this movie. So, mm -hmm. hey, what could be worse than Ezra Miller? Two Ezra Millers. <laughs> uh, and like, oh, the Flash movie. Uh, that is not what we're here to talk about, but. I don't plan on seeing it. I wasn't at, I'm not, until it hits HBO Max, at least. If they again, I'll, I've said this before, but if they had just taken the animated Flashpoint movie and shot a live-action version of it, that's literally what the movie is, What'd you say? That's literally what the movie is, though. It's Flashpoint. I mean, not. I mean, a couple of changes here and there, sure, but yeah, they should have done it. They should have done it the, the right way <laughs> with the. Uh, like I'm saying, like if I had my way, they'd recast Ezra Miller, and, and but I would have said that, and that's not just because of the stuff that he did, crime-wise or whatever he got into. I never liked him as the Flash from day one. Same, I never liked him. But uh, yeah. yeah, the big draw is obviously going to be Batman, Batman, and Batman because yeah. uh, there's different generations of Batman. Yeah, Affleck's gonna be there for a while, a short time. Affleck, yeah. yeah. And so there were parts of the trailer I liked. I wasn't, but overall, I'm just like, uh. and the DC universe at this point is like a huge mess. But I am like, but again, to tie this back into Guardians of the Galaxy three, James Gunn is now going to be Mister in charge over at DC for their films. And so maybe can, they get it right now if he can keep making films for them like he was making Guardians movies. Uh, or and, at least and, hires people that can do it well. 
And honestly, I'm glad that this Guardians movie was good because I really, I was really scared going in thinking, okay, James got a new job at DC. He's just going to be phoning this in. It's going to be, it's not going to be very good. It's just going to be crummy. And he's going to be like, I don't care. I'm leaving anyway. So here's my finger to everybody and <laughs> don't care. But, I, you know, I'm like, well, hey, look at that. He, he put out a decent movie. So. Yeah. Not my favorite of the Guardians movies. Well, it was still it was number a, one. It was a, a darker movie. Yeah. But I loved how the character arcs came to yeah. an end, um, and it it was really nice to see the bond that Nebula and Rocket had just because they have so much in common mm. and plus what they went through in, in infinity war and and uh end game so yeah it was it was really nice to see it, yeah that was one of the parts i cried at because the moment he woke up that was his first thing where's nebula and then when she heard him talking you know she's just like you know, crying. Like, oh my god! I had several tissues with me during this movie. She's not no, just the, the, the one stealing robot. The one that got me was when Rocket escaped from the from the cages in the flashback, and the 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 otter was there, and they shot the otter, and I'm like, oh, because you knew what happened. Shot through the heart. And and then he turns around and the other two are dead too. And I'm like, oh, and that, that was after no. the other guards came in and he kills the guards and they turn yeah, and they're done. Mm -hmm. like, oh. Brutal. You yeah. had to guess, you had to guess though that it was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. That, like it's because where have those friends been this whole time that we've known Rocket? We don't see them anywhere. So you know <laughs> that like something, but then you actually see it go down and it's rough. Yeah. Because you see that like I really liked that too. That you could, if you were watching, Rocket would steal stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, like every once in a while, he'd just take something and like pocket it when he was out with the High Evolutionary talking to him. And so then when the High Evolutionary is finally like, you idiot, you could figure out how to fix my evolution machine, which was weird as hell. Uh, but you figured out how to do that, but you couldn't figure out that you weren't going to paradise or whatever. And then they put him back in the cage and he assembles his, you know, device. And it's like, he did figure that out. Uh, he, you know, and that kind of ex like helps explain his personality. Like he was smart enough to see that he was hoping, but this is like, this is where his hope died. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but that, that explains to, um, and somebody said this on YouTube and I don't remember what it was, but that was like throughout all of the MCU right now, that explains Marvel, uh, Rocket's obsession with prosthetics. You know, I, I need that guy's leg to complete the plan. How much for the arm? Um, we need that guy's eye. Oh, here, here's an eye. I swiped it from this guy off the Nomad or whatever. So, I mean, just just seeing the prosthetics and why he's drawn to them. And why he was so set on being, like, the best pilot. Uh, that's, like, part of his whole identity rocket raccoon i'm gonna fly us that to one was definitely earned when he said that his name was rocket raccoon that was definitely earned oh yeah oh yeah 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 
Uh, because I mean, he's like you said, he's been saying it for three movies. He's like, I'm not a raccoon. People call him a badger and this, that, and the other thing. And but he's been insistent that like he's not a raccoon, and now he's accepted that, accepted himself. Uh, he knows who he is, and he's the new leader of the Guardians now. I'm glad the group was still there. Uh, Groot had some good moments in this. Mm-hmm. Like when the first fight with Adam Warlock, I liked what he like his he just jumps on him and cases him in the. But then like he gets destroyed, and I was like, did Groot just die? Are they doing this again this early <laughs> in the uh. film that like he's the? And then I see like his head walk by on the spider legs, and I'm like, all right, good, nice. <laughs> we're, we're pulling a Deadpool this time. All right, all right. Yeah, and then he just grows back. <laughs> And uh, and it was cool because they showed him like and and, oh, and the kaiju thing that they had him do, <laughs> Groot kaiju. Ooh. That was awesome. <laughs> that was like the best thing ever. Uh, no, no kaiju. <laughs> We're not here to hurt you. Uh, and so it's fun because like they're they improvise everything they do. They like stuff goes wrong for them all the time, and it's hilarious. Like freaking Drax when the kid throws the ball to him, and he just. <laughs> <laughs> throws it she goes flying back oh my goodness it was oh uh, oh man and then i thought drax was gonna die too because they showed him getting shot by nathan fillion yeah in the front and the back and then later he's fine it's like what drax what's up with you <laughs> when are you actually in danger <laughs> well that was the thing because everybody had pretty much predicted that you know since he had already said he was going to come back that he was the one that was going to die so at that moment i was like no he can't go out like that they did it um it's good to see craglin mm-hmm. i like that he had a he was there at the beginning and the end yeah and a little bit of yandu they even oh, had a little man. Bit. Oh, yeah. use your heart. Oh, <laughs> and the dog, like that's another dog. Raglan and the dog. She's, a, she's a bad dog, and she's obsessed with that. Like that's such a dog. Like if a dog could talk, it's obsessed with the fact that you called it a bad dog. Like, yeah, and it's also an incredibly powerful tele- telekinetic thing. Uh, it's just it's what a hodgepodge of heroes. Howard the Duck. We got some more Howard the Duck. Yeah, I was yeah. excited. About that. Duck, yeah. And they kept showing uh, Nebula just getting wrecked, and then like twisting back, back into yeah. Yep. Someone said they really pushed the PG thirteen rating with this, and I gotta say, it was oh like, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, they they walk right up. In fact, first f bomb in the MCU. Where was the f bomb? Because I don't remember hearing it. There shut was... the fucking door. Yeah. Now open it. <laughs> open Nebula's... it. Oh, yeah. Open the fuck. Yeah. Nebula's trying to open the door and she can't figure out the hand. He's like, push the button. Now what? Open the door. <laughs> yeah. So there it was. First F bomb yeah. in the MCU. Yep. <laughs> we did it. Uh... <laughs> I was oh man, and I'm I'm just assuming that that's the way it was in the comics. But I was like, why did you create these animal people to inhabit this planet? 
And he's just like, oh, well, that's just what he does. He makes people to inhabit a planet. He doesn't like the way that he did it. He kills everyone, and then he does it again. Decides that he doesn't like them, kills everyone, and does it again. Yeah. Uh, like, when they did um, Counter-Earth, that was, like, really cool. Like, I remember watching um, Spider-Man Unlimited back in the day. And, like, one big thing of that was that they went to Counter-Earth and how Evolutionary was there and had that whole um, beast people there. So that was, like, cool to see. Yeah. So like yeah, I was like now. I was like I knew that that had to be like something from the. But I was just like it. What? Yeah, that's the you're supposed to be a genius, but like your 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 idea of a perfect world is like animal people. I don't. But again, that point was made by Peter Quill. Where uh, where a, where a squid is selling heroin to a pigeon in the back alley and yeah, then beating like, him up. My idea of perfection doesn't include an octopus selling meth to two guys with cockroach heads. And the high evolutionary is like, yeah, all right, look, I'm blowing it up, okay? <laughs> I'm starting over. It doesn't matter. And then he does just start blowing stuff up. And I got, like, there was, like, a minute of, like, Planet of the Apes when they flew past the statue of him with the Empire. Well, not. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Counter-Earth. What? It's just, yeah. What is up with these people? Uh, who gave you money? Where did you... Oh, right. He founded... And that was the other thing. That organist... They grew this space station. It's like... That can't oh. be efficient. Is that yeah. really the best way? <laughs> we yeah. we uh, we grew this thing. It was Maybe. interesting to see because everything was like organic, but... Heard that Michael Rosenbaum was in that scene, but I don't know where he was. I don't remember seeing him. Really? Yeah, like, a... he's yeah. been on Instagram and stuff, so like he's in there at some point in the whole stuff with um Nathan Fillion, but I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know who he was. He I, had I some, yeah, some uh, behind the scenes pictures that he took. I think it was on. I think it was on TikTok. I seen that. Yeah. And he had a bunch of dots on his face, so he yeah. might have been CGI'd. Yeah. Probably. But everybody was saying, well, now that you're in with James Gunn, he can bring you back as Lex in the DC. <laughs> okay, so it says here, after Yondu's tragic death, uh, Martin X was present among the mass of Ravagers as they paid tribute to their fallen friend. friend. But Martin X is played by Michael. Michael Rosenbaum, I guess, was in the second one, who was set to return for Volume 3. Oh, oh, so he might have been with the Ravagers. It's probably with the Ravagers. Yeah. Okay. And that's something that I. Oh, he's that crystal guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, I just I just remember that. Okay. Yeah, crystal dude. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. Uh, I felt like Adam Warlock and the Ravagers were kind of shoehorned into this, like almost just because, like, hey, we mentioned that these guys were going to be in the next one so here they kind of are like i get that it's kind of an intro for adam warlock i guess but yeah well and and luke said the same thing he was like you know they could have made that entire movie and him not been in it and it wouldn't have made any difference i'm like well you know he did do one thing he he saved, he him saved peter but yeah. the thing is if you didn't have adam warlock there then you could have had gamora save him which would have been reminiscent of when he went out in the and first saved her. and saved her and you would have right. had her kind of doing that for him but and also that raises the question of what'd you say debbie i don't know if she would have 
I think she would have. She was. Oh, she, look at how she was working she, with all of them at the She was. The end. She was. She was yeah. coming around to him. He's by catching the end. his feelings. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, so that that could have been. But then it also just made me think, like, wait, whatever happened to like his mask and his thrust? He, he didn't anywhere? wear it at all. Yeah, that's true. Wasn't that your signature item? Like that would have kept you from. He, it was broken in volume two, and was it? Uh, well, so uh, this should have been fixed by now. Nebula's got a. Yeah, they could have done Kylo Ren and had all the little red lines going all over. And then, uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren. And then, uh, who was? Uh, I think uh, James Gunn said that because at the very beginning, when things happened so quickly, and of course Quinn was drunk and passed out on on the bed, and then everything happened, and it, you know he just rushed out of there. That his mask or helmet or whatever was left in the drawer well it's pretty dumb because after that they got on a spaceship and left yeah. <laughs> just saying like there it's not like someone hurled him into another dimension where he couldn't have like gotten that but yeah i get it he wasn't thinking he was stressed out about his friend being hurt i mean they literally have a costume change though you know rolled with it they you literally put on uniforms like halfway through yeah it's true um, and you think they'd have another one of those lying about the ship. I mean, this technology exists. They've got a bunch of stuff. They have the jet packs that just like you slap it on. And the med packs in this one were interesting. Um, you just slap it on and it fixes you. Of course, it doesn't work with Rocket, hence the rest of the plot. Uh, Drax was wearing a shirt through most of this movie. Or some yeah, kind but- of covering. Because I kept thinking, doesn't he have sensitive Nipples. nipples. Chiefs. He did make a fuss about having to wear the said the uniform is the wrong color. It doesn't go with my eyes. Oh yeah. But uh Adam Warlock, like I said, I kind of just you know he felt a little bit shoehorned in there, and the Ravagers too, like they show up just to make a appearance, like mm-hmm. We'll do the. They show up just to do the briefing for the mission. Right. That's like all that they do. And then, and then at the end, so Gamora can go back to them. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. I think you know when you introduce them in the previous one and say like you're gonna see them in the next one, people are thinking maybe we'll get to see like a f- one fight scene with them in it. But yeah, especially because again, so it's alone as one of them. So you know that would have been good to see. Yeah. Uh, and they had a pretty cool team. Like they have a guy who's an alien wizard, you know, like, I'd like to, you know, what, what, what can these guys do? But, you know, we don't really get it. Does that guy have a sling ring? Cause that's the same stuff. I was like, yeah, 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 they're doing portals. Um, so, you know, that would have been interesting and cool to see, but who knows? Maybe you'll see more of that in future guardians movies. Maybe they'll make a Ravagers miniseries. Yeah, I was gonna say they could now they can just do they can do Guardians of the Galaxy, uh Rocket Squad, uh they can do Ravagers, uh they could do prequel Ravager stuff with Yondu <laughs> if he wanted to come back. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. That was fantastic. Uh, yeah, so I kinda got a feeling that they're gonna reintroduce the um Infinity Stones since they are doing um Adam Warlock. They might reintroduce him somewhere. Yeah, because a lot of people were upset that you know they kind of 
introduced Adam Warlock before the Infinity Saga, just in like teasing him, but then he yeah. never was involved, and he was such a huge part of it in yeah. the comics, the comic books, you know. Yeah. And they were talking about. I mean, Infinity Stones were brought up. <laughs> I'm not an Infinity Stone scientist. So <laughs> Everyone else died. How come she's alive? I don't know. Maybe Magic Cliff. I don't know. It's like <laughs> that was great. That was so funny. Like just him being traumatized by that, but still being like his. That's the way that he kind of is. Uh, the way he's explaining it. He's oh man, it's good stuff. Why didn't why didn't you tell me Gamora was with the Ravagers? Because I didn't want you to freak out. What do you mean freak out? Like you're doing right out? now. <laughs> what do you mean freak out? Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. And Adam yeah. Warlock, yeah. Again, he. I just had this idea, you know, and maybe I'm thinking of fully finished Warlock, and this is, I mean, the the other Sovereign Lady even did say like. He took oh, him yeah. out of his cocoon too early. He's not. Yeah, done. this was toddler. Oh, yeah, this is early warlock. This is before yeah. the whole Jesus storyline that they did. That they do. So maybe he'll have his own. Uh... Yeah, this is like way before Infinity Stones. So I guess we'll have to see. Pulled him uh, out of the oven too quick. <laughs> Let's see. So yeah, that that. What about the? Uh... What about the uh, nod to the holiday special? Yeah. Was that... That was at the... Oh, the okay, so when he's reading scene. the paper. He's reading the paper, and it's uh, it's talking about alien abduction. Alien abduction. Kevin and there's Bacon a picture of Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. And uh, I think even Drax saying dancing is for idiots was kind of a nod to that, because he says that in the special, and then he dances when he gets drunk, so... Uh, yeah, Drax was great in this man when he was talking to the kids too. And he's like, When my daughter was upset, she would laugh when I made monkey noises, and then like he starts making noises. And Nick was like, In what way is that a monkey? <laughs> and then he's like doing the robot, like he's doing the you know, he's making like a robot. And I'm just like, Drax, you are so ridiculous. I, I think it's hilarious though, even like when he offers Peter a nut like he's eating the zarg nuts or whatever and he offers peter one and then later they're getting in the elevator and mantis is like you didn't offer me any and he's like there are no more and he just reaches in and eats some more and it's like you're such a dirt dick uh, yeah it's moments like that that lighten it up in between uh horrifying experimentation on Live creatures. Although there was a moment when they were watching and they didn't show it, but they showed this is too horrific for the audience to see, but we will show the reactions of the cast members. So we see like the Guardians watching what they did to Rocket. Apparently while he's not under anesthesia or anything, because he's like trying to escape, you can hear him struggling. They're like, just hold it down. And Nebula's like, this is worse than anything they ever did to me. And I was like, are you sure? Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're like pretty messed up yourself. Earlier, you were talking about how your father took your eyes <laughs> and replaced them with these eyes as a form of torture. Like, are you sure this is worse than any, anything that's ever been done to you? And, um, but yeah, I think that that point of that was just to be like, it's bad. Okay. What about the dynamic between Nebula and Peter? Yeah. <laughs> 
Don't look at cool. me like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, just that and the 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 when like when he was driving the car, he was like, "Look, I left Earth when I was eight. I've never learned how to drive. Do you want me to drive? Do you want me to drive? Pull over and I'll drive. Come on." <laughs> It was, uh, I was like the high evolutionary. So you went from cybernetic implants to your evolution mist. <laughs> Which he also. Made, he made Ninja Turtles. He made. And those, those turtles. No, he, he made, made Mutant Turtle. <laughs> maybe Teenage. That's all I was thinking. It was, it was like, not oh my a God, ninja. He made ninja turtles. <laughs> Just a rage monster. Yeah. He made a turtle Hulk. Uh, yeah, this, this will give you thousands of years of evolution. Like, maybe, why don't you huff some of that? Wouldn't you then be like a thousand years smarter than you currently are? Mm. Maybe you could then make yourself a real face instead of just a very lifelike mask. Yeah, that kind of reminds me. When they me peeled of, his uh, face off, I was like, Red Skull. Mm -hmm. Literally, yeah, I mean, it's red, but. And it's a skull, yeah. The way he, they had his uh, skin on there, it kind of just vaguely uh, reminded me of Resurrection, Star Trek. Right. Oh, no. yeah. Well, that's why I liked when Peter called him like Peter called him Robocop. Robo Interesting. <laughs> That's that's that when I saw the initial trailer, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, Oh, he looks like Robocop. Okay, yeah. The when they tore a skin off, that was pretty jarring. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was even worse than Red Skull, at least Red Skull. Yeah, that was just like his skin, or this is like, this is like muscles and tendons. And... What's up with your this one? Was Aren't like, you it was smarter like than this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it didn't jar me that much because I work in the medical field, but I was just kind of surprised. I was like, "Oh, well, that's going to be good for the kids." <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because you know when when movies like this come out, especially at the the first Saturday in May is Free Comic Book Day. Everybody loves Free Comic Book Day. Um, it's also kind of coincides with May the Fourth because it's usually the the it's right around that time. So for the past since age of ultron i have taken luke on that saturday to go for, get free comic books we go to the lego store and buy star wars legos and then we go watch the marvel offering for for the first part of may this year was the first year that samuel age four got to go with us to the comic book shop and go to the movies and it happened to be this one and you know they're dropping f-bombs and he's pulling his face off and i'm just like jeez I pick the wrong one. And there's grotesque horrors. Yeah, which the I animals. thought was. Uh... I would have taken my kids to see it when they were young, but <laughs> they, I were thought that was... they watched that stuff at home, so it's like ain't nothing. They he, eat he, when they when they pulled his face off, Luke or Samuel turns around and goes, "That looks like a nightmare." <laughs> Correct. Hello. Great. Now <laughs> I'm going to be waking up all my long. You yelling. <laughs> Your your future nightmare. My fault. Um, I thought it was interesting, or I don't, I don't mean that interesting, but we were meant to feel compassion for like uh, Rocket and his friends who have been experimented on. You feel compassion for them, 
he's got all these other experiments that are like running around like war pig and i was really expecting black sabbath to play at some point but it didn't uh war pig war pigs running around and that other monstros and these like horrors that they fight in the hallway scene no one ever offers them a chance to like hey do you not want to it's like oh well you look evil so you're a bad guy so we have no compunction about ripping your arms off and beating you with them <laughs> well they were shooting first so <laughs> no, that's, true. that's true i just thought that was funny it's your basic stormtrooper ideology that's like the faceless enemy in this case any giant monster or anybody in a black jumpsuit is your enemy i also thought it was hilarious that his own like he created everyone around him right mm -hmm. like they're like i'm taking over command of this and it's after he said something about god he's like there is no god that's why i'm here and they're like well, all right that's where i draw the line whoa whoa back that train up. i'm taking over control of this ship it's like okay there is no god is what your limit is like He's been performing grotesque horrors on everyone, but it's not until he questions the existence of the Almighty that you're like, oh, okay, this guy's lost it. We need to well, take over control. I, 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 he's I questioning that, God. I don't know that he's questioned that that's what set him yeah. off. It was more the God complex, you know? Yeah. There is no God. I am God because of that. And they're like, yeah, okay, he, how did they not already believe that? He's their creator. They should already be. In fact, uh, even was it Gamora was one of the lines was uh, some civilizations see him as God because he created the entire civilization. Yeah. And that's the way he was talking to the sovereign. He's like, I should just destroy you as is my right as your creator. Uh, I don't know. Which begs the question is like, what was he? <laughs> How do you live long enough to watch civilization? We took your face off. Does that mean you're dead? I don't know. What are the rules? How do we know he, like... What, is he... What is he in the comic books? Um, he... He's supposed to be a evolved human of some sort. So, just a really smart, evolved human. He has, like, hands on a lot of different things. Like, um, he had something to do with... um. With um, Quicksilver and um, Wanda in the comics, um, mm -hmm. like they're like these animal people that he created that took them in. Yeah, he, he he's been around. He's like yeah. yeah. And in this, he said uh, that he had visited Earth. It's like it would have been great if, except for all the people. Mm. <laughs> he actually yeah. said something else, but it was just like. Ugh. Yeah, just an explanation for why counter Earth looks like Earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and why it's called counter Earth, real original there, high evolutionary. Because <laughs> like the, the the whole idea of counter Earth was that like it's in the same um it's in our solar system, it's in the same orbit that Earth is, just on the opposite side of the sun. So there's no way you could actually see it. That was the whole thing about it. So it exists then. Counter. Yeah. Ah. Is that like Bizarro's world? Kinda. It's not opposite land, it's <laughs> animal yeah. land. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I was, and as also as they were driving through the streets, and you see the one guy or animal person getting mugged. It's like, I don't think you perfected that formula for peace loving uh, people or whatever. Because <laughs> there's there's some flaws. Um, and that was interesting too that he's trying to create like the perfect life form, essentially. And that was I saw someone posted online that they were like that the movie was too much for them because it was, they saw too many similarities with like the Nazis and that triggered them or whatever. And having watched it, I can kind of see where they're coming from. But at the same time, if you can't handle that, I don't know if you should be going to PG 13 movies. Um, <laughs> I, I can kind of see it. But too, they, yeah, he's trying to create the master race. And, but he's also, it's not just about, um, and you can see this throughout the film because it's not just about like being intelligent. It's also about being aesthetically pleasing. And that's when he talks to the sovereign. He's like, you were an experiment in being good looking to the eye, but you're idiots. Uh, and when he's talking to rocket about why rocket has to be destroyed, he's like, look at you, you're a hodgepodge of parts. You're grotesque, you know, because he has a vision in his mind of perfection and anything not meeting that is imperfect and therefore has to be destroyed. The one thing about rocket that he did want though, was his brain because all the other creations that he made apparently could not invent that is they could be taught to do anything but they could never do something invent something new and i guess he wanted to see what he did to rocket to make him able to do that but he never got the chance and, and again you you say that you you make the whole oh well it reminded me of hitler and it was like well guess what Hitler was a bad guy. And guess what? This guy is a bad guy. I mean, yeah, and yeah there's going to be similarities, and you're just going to have to deal with that because. Yeah. Well, I mean, how can you make a good villain if, like, or, you know, if nothing happened, you know? Yeah. If they're, if, they're, if they're neutered, you know, this that's what makes him such a compelling villain is that A, you know, he's doing horrific things, but B, he thinks that that is the right thing. Which makes it all the more dangerous. Debbie, were you about to say something? Well, I was going to say, did this was this this person's first Marvel movie? Because did she not watch Captain America at all? There's multiple yeah. Nazis in that. <laughs> I think it was the uh, nature of the experimentation and torture. You know that 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 they were. You know. Again, bad guys. They're yeah. bad guys. Bad guys and, do bad things. So. What are you gonna do? Uh, and I, and part of me thinks that that was just a person looking for internet attention. There you go. Uh, you got well, they're fine. We satisfied it. We talked about you. <laughs> Move on. Go away now. <laughs> now. Shut up and find something else to complain about. Yep. Uh, so let's see. Is there anything else that I didn't like? I think the Adam Warlock and the Ravagers. Shoe being sh not getting their due or justice were some of my biggest problems, which is to say, it's not really a big, you know, I would have liked to see more from them, but it, it doesn't ruin the movie, you know. Mm -hmm. I just I, feel I think like, if you would have had more Adam Warlock or, and more powerful, I think that would have taken away from the main purpose of this movie, which was yeah. 
Rocket's back, or yeah, the backstory. The backstory. But that's why I was just thinking, like, you could almost just take them away from this movie. Well, it was just a, have... a soft introduction to yeah. Adam because we've been expecting him for what since the first or second movie. So, mm -hmm. so we'll have to see what happens as far as he's concerned. I mean, it looks like he's joined the Guardians under Rocket, so. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mantis, Mantis taming the interdimensional beasts. I totally saw that coming. They're not going to eat us. They only like to eat batteries. They're when scared of us. They're trapped in there, and then those things come out. I was like, there's three of those things? I was like, if they don't end up riding those. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it's just... And then they hey, do for a very short amount of time. I was expecting Bo more of that, honestly. Boba Fett rode a rancor, so sure, why not? He's got to ride these things. Isn't it enough that they're friends? Why does it, you know, can't you be friends with a horse without mounting it? You have to. Just seems inconsiderate to me. It's like, okay, you're not going to eat us. Let me climb on top of your face. That way. <laughs> this is what friends do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and so when Peter, again, makes that jump, or doesn't make that jump, and he doesn't have that stuff, and he starts to freeze air. I was expecting Gamora to save him. It was interesting that they had Adam Warlock do it instead. But when he like is out there for a bit, and then he starts getting like, yeah, like, I didn't understand that because we've seen explosive decompression. Yeah, a little quickly. It's it's decompression because it's the uh, uh, in physics you're in a vacuum, so everything is being pulled every which way but loose and theoretically if you were to step out into space yes you would freeze up like that but also you would start expanding like that but in in two when they were like um even in one even yeah. the first yeah i mean yeah, none, of them, none of their faces distorted and that's the thing it's like right after that they're like are you okay and he's like yeah don't worry i'm okay and i was like Dude, your face was a Yeah, bubble. I was like, I don't know that you are. I think you might be in shock or numb from the ice, but your face is falling off. You look like a wax figurine of yourself that's been sit too close to a fire. You need to get one of those med packs for your face. And then when Groot started yelling and reaching out with his branches and then they broke off because they fro I cried. I'm like, no. Ugh. So many, so many crying moments for me. It's not hard to do. <laughs> yeah. And then when Rocket goes to heaven, I was like, this is it. I was like, are they actually going to, is he actually going to die? That's what I was like, are they actually going to do it or are they going to pull him back? No, that's, that's, uh, and, and honestly, I, I was like, okay, he's up there and he's like, can I come? And she says, yes, you can. And then I'm going to, and, and I'm sitting here thinking in my mind, she's going to say, you have more stuff to do. So not yet. But not yet. And I was like, and then she said it. I'm like, ooh, called it. And that works for the uh, death and resurrection. Uh, if we're looking at the hero's journey, it's not always a literal death. It's not always a literal resurrection. In this case, he didn't actually even die, but there's your death and resurrection. Now the team is back together, or really they need to finish getting the team back together. But uh, no, why can't you say Rocket died? Rocket died on the table. They just brought him. Okay, back. yeah, but and yeah. then that way, that way, all the rumors are true. One of the one of the guardians will die in this movie. 
You're going to bring him back in the same movie, but yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Near death. <laughs> they said he was dead. He said, yeah, you died on the table for however long. And then... Uh, it was like... De- the you know what? That sent you back. Deadpool 2. That's exactly what it was, was Deadpool 2. When he kept going to see his wife, and she's like, no, you, you're, you're not done yet. Oh, yeah, it's been done many, many times. I just wasn't sure if they were actually going to like go through with it because that would have, because they could have, they could have had him die, and then that could have been, you know, something that sent Peter over the edge. He was already talking about how he loses everybody; he wasn't going to lose him. But it's definitely happier that he's back, and since they possibly have plans to use Rocket for future Guardians things, had to bring him back. But yeah, I think, let's see. Anything else? Debbie, where's your notes? I didn't take any because I really I really wanted to enjoy this movie because it was the last last one of this particular group. Uh, James Gunn's last movie. So I just wanted to sit there and enjoy it, eat my popcorn and cry. So <laughs> it was a good movie. Happy ending. I thought it was interesting that Peter went back to his grandfather. Um, and also he was he said he, he's like, I've been running from my past my whole life. Uh, it's time to actually face it. And I was just like, oh, Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> you can run from the past or learn from it. Uh, so, yeah, he goes back. I thought it was great also how his granddad was immediately recognized him, even though he hadn't seen him since he was like eight, a child. Yeah. He's just like Peter. And then the end credit scene recently. Do you really, am I really supposed to go mow the lawn? Shouldn't her son mow the lawn? I think it's kind of weird that I'm going to be out like a fully adult 45 year old is going to be mowing the lawn while he just watches. It was very yeah. random. I just well, the thing is, I like I don't. I mean, they did say Star Lord will return, but it's like, is he like? That's the thing. Is is he done? Like now he's back. It is. Is he just living on Earth now? Like what's what's the deal with Star Lord? You can't really. Are you gonna keep calling yourself Star Lord now that you're working at the Gap? Yeah, I was like I don't because <laughs> I was like so. I mean, does the. Does that mantle go to Rocket? Which doesn't make sense, but... No. And, like, yeah. Gamora's with the Ravagers, though, so... Who knows? And he says... And he said even, even in the movie, he's like, I'm a Ravager. I'm more of a Ravager than you are. So maybe there will be something in the future with him and Gamora and the Ravagers, but... Was that a Ravager uh, Ravager emblem on their uh, on their uniforms, too? Did I catch that right? It was uh, the, the, the same thing that they... That group brought... Uh, or it was the, the drawer. He said there's their drawer and it's got a Ravager patch on it like this. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like a leaf. Yeah. Ravagers. Or, or is it possible he might pop in during Secret Wars? Or, or Secret Invasion? I'm sorry. I think that's oh. mostly supposed to just be... I mean, well, I mean, what I've heard is no superheroes. So... Yeah, but he's not really I, a, and that's what I was gonna say. He's not super, right. but I doubt it. 
I doubt it. Unless it turns out his grandpa is a scroll. Oh, twist. <laughs> Everyone oh. I'm kind of surprised he was still alive because he looked old. When when Peter was eight, he looked old. And I was just like, I'm surprised he's still Well, he definitely looked uh, old in this, too. He barely could get up out of his chair. But I, I thought, too, because, you know, you had that scene right there at the first where Peter's drunk and they go and pull him out of the bar and Gamora's carrying him and they're walking down the street. And I was like, ah, there's our first boner alert because the, the trailer kind of made you think, oh, my gosh, something well, happened to Peter. And I wouldn't call it a boner alert uh, just because it, it's not like it wasn't in the film. It was misleading, but I think the that makes a good trailer. I think that makes a good trailer. Like if you could put a scene like that in, and then like then it's in the first five minutes. That's something I was imagining at the end. And it's like he wasn't oh, dead; he was just drunk. And it's like you got me, trailer. All right, let's see where this is going. Because now I don't. You know, now I got nothing. Because I was expecting that to be near the end, and it was right at the beginning. So I think that's a well done trailer. It's when they do things like I think but, somebody sued about making misleading trailers and I have to check and see how that uh, yeah they did lawsuit turned out but it's like when they were like the Hulk fighting in Wakanda, in Wakanda for that yeah. and that's just absolute bull uh yeah or when you have fake Pietro uh <laughs> Look, it's gonna be the X Men. No, not even close. What was that? Like, hey, my name's Ralph. Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. It's not. It's not the introduction of the X Men into the MCU. It's a dick joke. <laughs> Why is everyone angry? <laughs> it's funny. It's supposed to be funny. Get it? Ah, <laughs> uh, terrible. <laughs> So yeah, um, I think that's about it for Guardians of the Galaxy three. Um, overall consensus. Let's give our overall number. I'd give it like solid eight and a half. Mm-hmm. What about you guys, Debbie? Uh, I, I'm giving it a ten because this is the one movie, uh, and I really I haven't seen any of the other movies in theaters. Uh, you know, in the Infinity Saga because I wasn't watching Marvel back then. But this is the first movie in a long time where if it wasn't so dang expensive, I would go see it multiple times. And I cannot wait for it to come out on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. I, like that, I yeah, like you said, out of that. this is definitely a film that I will watch again. Like Thor Love and Thunder... Only if maybe if I was doing some sort of rewatch, like I'm not like, I gotta watch that. This one I'm like, I would definitely watch this again, and soon. Uh, David, number score. Uh, compared to everything in Phase Four, I would say a good solid ten. Um, overall, I would go like eight and a half, nine, somewhere in there. It was it, it, the first Guardians will far and away always be my favorite. Oh yeah. Um, this one is probably a fairly close second and then the third one is probably a fairly close third so they're, they're they've all ranked really high yeah. for me and before uh, we go to shah just on that note i will also add that i think as far as just straight up trilogies go this is probably 
the best. The best one in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Like for, and I'll, because Iron Man and Captain America, I'm not saying that their movies were bad by any means, but there's like more to them. Like you, you really get the end of Iron Man's story, not in Iron Man 3, but in Infinity War and Endgame. So it's not just like a pure trilogy type thing. Same with Captain America and Thor. And I know the Guardians are in the, you know, but the trilogies by themselves stand the Guardians of the Galaxy movie stand. They're as, not they're they're not they're not main characters in Endgame. Right, and like, well, and and this movie had absolutely nothing to do with anything that was going on in this phase. Right, yeah. It wasn't connected. It was just them off. It was it was a standalone Doing in a trilogy. Thing. And Shasso, what would you say for your number score? Um, I guess I gotta give it 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's what I gave it. So you're correct. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're yeah, right. yeah. It's, uh, which is definitely a good thing. Like that's, if you're watching and you're like 8.5, well, you know, I don't, I don't ever give out perfect tens. I rarely ever give it even like a nine or plus. 8.5 is pretty darn high on my scale. Like, I don't know what, what I give like Love and Thunder four or like a five or a six or something. Like, yeah, I have to go like back and rewatch. Yeah, and Eternals is low. Um, <laughs> Captain Marvel's low. Multiverse of Madness, I, that didn't, I mean, like, I'm not saying it was bad, but it was not as good. It did not live it, up to expectations. Yeah. This, very good, very enjoyable. Uh, again, a great ending to the Guardians trilogy, and definitely something that I'm looking forward to watching again. Which I, yeah, I can't say that about about most recent Marvel things. So hopefully this is again, but it's also James Gunn's last uh, film with Marvel. So it's like you want this to be a sign of good things to come, but it's like no, this is a sign of the end of the <laughs> like the, the last <laughs> dregs of. <laughs> You know, this is as good as it's gonna get. Classics, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll just have to see uh, what comes in the future. But I think that's gonna be it here for us. Um, thank you guys for joining and talking all about Guardians of the Galaxy. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, I want to thank Shaw for joining us, and make sure to tune into the Geek Gauntlet. Uh, and then David, make sure to tune in. For the Cantina Happy Hour. Well, not David tune in and shout to, but everyone else yeah. tune in. To everyone them. who's watching. Yeah. That's when, yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Thank you for joining us. I'll see you all later. I should have found our closing song before this. We have it's nothing not queued up. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to do it, but watch your life. It's been so long. <laughs> Language. Wait a second. No one else is going to deal with the fact that Cap just said language. Just slipped out. Find the scepter. And for gosh sake, watch your language. That's not going away anytime soon. You bet your ass. Steve, you said a bad language word. Did you tell everyone about the that? The head imprinted. <laughs> out with the platinum bastard. Steve doesn't like that kind of talk. You know what, Romanov? Fury, you son of a bitch.